Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the One Piece Book Club. I am your host, Justin LJ90 on Twitter. With me, ha- with me today, I have our illustrious guest. First, we have the always mindful, the always prescient, Asia Seeker Chasing Lux. How are you doing today? I'm doing. How are you doing? Also, am doing. Also, am doing. We are joined by our. You know what? I I don't think it, it's right to to call you just a guest. You are a part of this journey as well. You are an official crewmate now. Wit Pulley Yum. How's it going? Uh, yes, I am also now a captive on the ship. <laughs> That will be sailing for the next who knows how long. A captive. Wow. Acting like I took you hostage. Throw me in the the cell. Y'all feeding me twice a day, right? I'm good. Talk your shit. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I'll take it. I'll take it. We are here with a lighter read than our past two arcs, which have almost hit the 100 chapter mark. We are covering the Davy Back fight chapters 303 to 321 and you know before we get started as always i will turn the floor over to my illustrious crewmates and ask what did you think of this short but sweet breather in between how did you feel about this arc i (laughs) i i thought it was a lot of fun i thought it was a lot of fun i feel like we kind of needed this break you know in between again like you said like everything that's been going on the past two arcs so I really appreciated this, like, quick little fun. Fun, but with very high stakes. It wasn't all fun and games. It was, but the stakes were still there. But I actually, I really enjoyed it. That last little bit at the end, no. Mm. <laughs> mm. It, it was a quick little turn up. I appreciated the change of pace, too. And just a quick cute little story you know keep us moving on our way set us up for the for the next arc that we're about to get into mm, it's almost like a palate cleanse yeah it was a quick like all right a lot has happened <laughs> settle yourself <laughs> but still gave us a little bit of action too like it wasn't like yeah, a yeah. dry filler chapter it was still really good story just you know just a little slower pace this is the appetizer, because what comes next? When I first read this, I, I I did feel like this was a lot slower, especially especially coming off of Skypea and Alabasta. I did feel like this was slower. I did, I didn't like Foxy as much as I liked Crocodile or Inaru. I was like, okay, I get it. But like going back and rereading it, yo, Oda doesn't waste anything, right? Like even the introduction to the island. The Long Island with all the long animals. Loved that. Like j- Loved just that. the creative designs, the the dude on the stilts. That was that was that was kind of funny, but really all of this was just a vehicle to meet the Foxy Pirates who challenged our Straw Hats to a Davy back fight. This sets up an opportunity for our crew because after being shot up in the sky and falling down. The Mary is in need of someone that can actually fix her. Yeah, she's a little, she a little broke. You know, she's a little broke, broke. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> the pocket's a little dry. You feel me? <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, we just robbed the Skypeans, so they got. We they got Back. money. Okay, no money like new money, though. 
Let's talk about it. <laughs> this is true. I mean, as long as they show up on an island where, you know, people aren't after them. Or, yeah. you know, setting them up for failure. Like, they gonna need money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're pirates. Come on. They also true. That. This this is also the first time that they've actually like had money, money. Yes. They've really just been out here on vibes, yeah, bro. Just for... struggling, struggling, really, really, really struggling. Like just surviving on the hopes and dreams of maybe doing something good for wherever they're docked and getting fed right. or having like a party thrown in their honor. But like, yeah, they definitely been broke boys for a while. The whole time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like broke boys plus Nami, because you know, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> let's let's not even go She's there. And broke. also, let's take Vivi out of it, because Vivi ain't never seen count- a ceiling in her whole life. Okay, like <laughs> the look expensive, so you know she's not broke. Period. So let's take the girls out of it. The boys are broke boys. It's broke boys for real. They really though. But hey, the Stimmy hit. Stimmy hit. They all right now. Stimmy hit, and it's up. <laughs> Uh, but before we get to the Davy back fight, which again, I'm going to date myself. This was just brought back all the wacky races vibes for me, like right down to the captain of the Foxy Pirates being Dick Dastardly. Uh, we get to check in on Bellamy. Uh, we see how he's doing. He's not doing so hot. All he has done since getting decked in the face by Luffy is catch L's. He has told like Doflamingo shows up and he's somehow making his his crewmate Sarkis chop him up I damn you hate to see it yeah shit got kind of crazy and again we know Doflamingo's a warlord one of these pirates that the government is just letting run their criminal enterprises and Doflamingo's talking about this new age of piracy I'm sure that's gonna come up later I just want to pause for a moment and just I love Doflamingo's design so much just it's so interesting the boa coat with the glasses the heels yeah it's layers like it's like the last like the last few like major characters we've met have all had really really interesting designs Mm. And I actually I, really, I really loved appreciate it. that. I loved all of it. Yeah. Like, the, the this is what I mean when I say, like, Oda doesn't waste anything. Like, everyone doesn't have a stock design. This is a world where oh. you will have normal-sized people and 14-foot-tall people. <laughs> and, and giants. For, for shits and giggles, you just might have a 10-foot-tall crocodile person. Yeah. yeah. You know, some slight. Because that's regular. Yeah, that's, that's regular. nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So the, the just the very character designs, Long Ring, Long Land, shows us more of those designs. But then we get the Davy back fight, which is basically a fight between two crews. Winner can take a crewmate from the other crew, and it's best out of three. So the race happens. Nami, Robin, and Usopp versus a fishman in a race. They actually do pretty well until Foxy cheats because, of course. Jesus. And again, the the way the threat scale works in One Piece, it is clear that on his own, Foxy is not a threat to anybody. It's just he understands his devil fruit ability so well and his crew is stacked in such a way that he can have everything in his favor. But on his own, really not that big of a deal. 
Well, well, I mean, until that last fight. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say. Well, I mean, that that fight was kind of. Well, so is that fight him being a big deal or him just understanding how his devil fruit works and making sure yeah, that he can fight in a place it. where he can take that full advantage? Correct. That is very correct. Um, and like the whole thing is just him putting him and his crew putting themselves in situations where they know they'll come out on top, like the the mm. pirate the groggy ball with Zoro and Sanji versus the groggy brothers. Yeah, Sanji and Zoro kind of got the beats for a while. They uh, you know they were getting that work, and then they finally decided to work together. And I I think we needed this moment for those two specifically because they have had this sort of rivalry going on between them. And we haven't seen them work together. But now we've got that. And it's like, okay, they can work together when it comes down to it. For like 10 seconds. Well, hey, that's all they needed. Yeah, I was about to say, he ain't need more than that. Yo, Zoro literally dunked that man. <laughs> he really did. By his jaw. <laughs> Very rudely. Straight grabbed his jaw and said, get over here. Yo. On the floor. Not just that, the no sword style. Okay. Oh my gosh, that no sword style. It also showcases where Zoro's come because in the beginning he needed those three swords. Like without the three swords, he was eh, he was I. Right, but you know he wasn't Zoro. Mm. Now he's out here like actually they're just an extension of my body. I don't need them at all. Lol. Let's talk about that last fight. Outside of maybe Crocodile, this was the most brutal fight Luffy has been in. And I appreciated how Oda made the fight humorous, but also didn't shy away from the fact that Luffy was getting the beats. Big beats. Oh, wait, we're talking about the fight from the the games. Yes. Oh, Foxy <laughs> okay. versus. Got you, got you. Yeah, no. Yeah. I was I I feel like if I were to actually watch that, it would probably like almost put me to tears watching Luffy struggle. And oh, it's brutal. Up. Yeah, I don't want to watch that one. I'm yeah, like, I kind of, I might want to skip this part. Like, the sight gags are still funny, but each Watching time he gets get... rocked, uh, you see him getting rocked. And it's like, you see the hits happen, and then there's that delay, and that anticipation, and you know that it's going to hit him afterwards. I think that's what makes it worse. Yeah. And I will say the anime does a great job of every time he gets tagged with the slow, slow beam. And he gets rocked. Like, the, that slow reaction of all the hits catching up with him. Oh, it, yeah, it's, it's a lot. Mm -mm. But Luffy keeps getting back up. And I think thematically, this shows what Luffy's greatest fear is. Because he says in that fight, I will never lose any of my crewmates. Yeah. He's like, I'll mm -hmm. die before I lose anyone. And I believe him. <laughs> I believe him, thousand percent. But mm -hmm. his, I feel like his... his coming into being a great captain has just like evolved with each island they've each conflict they've come into and like he's he's really i mean he understood it beforehand but like he's really really showing how much his crew means to him yeah like the, the he is learning what it truly means to be a captain mm. and he is growing into that captain role that like, yo I'm responsible for all of these people when they lose chopper the first thing he says like yeah okay we're getting chopper back like that that's done deal done mm -hmm. deal 
But to be fair, he's been about the smoke for the crew since before he even had the crew. When they was talking crap about Shanks, he wasn't even on the team, and he's still ro- he rolling for them. <laughs> you know what I mean? <clears throat> he's a principled boy. He is. He, he, man's got to have a code, and his code are these hands. Um, <laughs> no, but for real. The other thing I really enjoyed about this arc is they do treat the Davy back fight like a sporting event. Yeah. Like they got the stand set up. They got people selling popcorn and drinks and merchandise. <laughs> and like it, it, it lessens the tension. But this is a very serious situation. Like you said in the beginning, the stakes are high. You could lose your crew from this. Your entire crew. You could lose your flag. Like you could like lose everything and it goes to the first when the arc first starts and we see that empty ship and it's like yo what was going on over there they didn't have anything that's what happens when you take cogs away from the machine like if any one of the straw hats leaves they're done they can't function without each other at this point no of course luffy's victorious over foxy and luffy's victorious over foxy of course and then we sort of wrap the arc up and we meet aokiji I'm not going to lie. This is a large part of why I wanted to do this separate from Water 7 and Enos Lobby because I know I could have done this with Water 7. But the impact Aokiji has on the story, I feel, needs to be discussed outside of Water 7 because this influences a lot of what's going to happen in Water 7. We meet our first Admiral of the Navy. There are only three Admirals. Aokainu, Aokiji, Kizaru. We meet Aokiji and Robin is terrified. We've never seen Robin terrified before. We've actually never seen Robin anything other than nonplussed. She is the chill one. And Aokiji shows up and she's like, okay, no, GG's. It's, it's, no, mm -mm. these are problems we do not want. Mm -mm. And Aokiji's like, look, I'm just here to check up on you. I just, I heard Nico Robin was here. I'm just here to check up on her. You found yourself another crew. That's cool. And he tells Luffy, like, hey, you know, every organization this woman's been a part of has fallen. And she's the only one left standing. So who's to say that she won't do that to you? Which in and of itself, yeah, just implies that she's been with other people aside from Baroque works. Because we've only ever heard about her being with Baroque. So who else has she been with that has fallen for her to have that type of reputation? Or did he just make that up? Because I, f- I have a bad feeling that he didn't just make make that pull that out of his ass. He's too lazy for that. <laughs> he is lazy. His, his, his motto for justice is lazy slovenly justice. Like... So <laughs> first off, he's not lying. That sounds like an issue. I'm going to be honest. We already got cursed swords on the ship. We don't need extra problems. I'm going to be honest. So the other thing. I, so I pointed this out when we, we talked about Skypea. But wait. Did you notice that Robin never calls anybody by their name? Except for Luffy. She doesn't. Mm-hmm. She doesn't. I did Nami notice that. Nami is navigator. Usopp is long nose. Cook. And swordsman. But to be fair, Vivi kind of didn't do that really either. Well, not really. She just Vivi had affectionate nicknames like Mr. Bushido. That's fair. That's fair. Robin 
the only one she calls by name is Luffy. Is there a reason for that? Maybe Aokiji has a point. Hmm. Before we go down that rabbit hole, though, I do just want to bring up with Aokiji. I brought I bring this up each time we meet a new Marine, but having the Marines have their own personalities and their own ideals about what justice means to them makes this series so much better because it would have been easy to just have the Marines and the Navy be jackbooted fascists. Yeah. But now it's like, no, these are people and we get a subtle reminder here. It's played for laughs, but it's also a reminder for the most part. People see the Navy as good. We view them as antagonists because our protagonist is a pirate, but the Navy isn't inherently bad. Speaking of Navy, aren't they out looking for Mans right now? He wasn't even supposed to be out here. He's they were like, where's he? Wants. They were like, where's he at? Next thing we see him riding on his little bicycle. He wasn't even supposed to be out here. Look. At least he, not alone. He clocks in. He's fine. He put his time <laughs> card in. He put in for lead. He's good. Something like that. <laughs> he called out to, hey, man, I'm taking a personal day. Just uh, go ride my bike. Chill. Um, but it, it, in having the Navy be this force that the regular, that the, the rest of the world views as good, I feel like makes the story that much richer. Because now it's like, okay, maybe there are some good Marines. And if you think about it, we've only met two Marines that are dickheads. Yeah, but they were pretty bad. I mean, they were they were the bad. Still technically in pursuit of us right now. <laughs> no, Smoker's not. Smoker's a jerk, but he's not bad. True. He's gonna be causing unnecessary issues. That's for sure. Well, yeah. Well, again, Luffy's kind of a pirate, and it's I his mean, job to catch true. pirates. I mean, true. So, but see, you would. You, I'm very surprised, especially with. Uh, Luffy's bounty being so high that the Navy hasn't reached out to him to be like, hey, you know those people we don't really check up on? We just let them do stuff? You've been handling some people that have been some issues. You know, we might be able to strike a deal. I'm surprised that hasn't happened yet. I actually had never considered that thought. I'm very shocked that no one has brought that up. He has taken out how many people now? So he's Mm -hmm. taken out one warlord. Mm Mm-hmm. One Marine, or one Marine captain with Morgan. Yeah, actually, mm-hmm. a bounty of 100, 100 million. Crocodile's bounty was, what, 81 million? What was Arlong's? Oh, Arlong's bounty was 20, but I'm doing the, the Warlord comparison. He's taking out some people. Right, yeah. and Arlong's bounty was so low because he was bribing the Marine to keep him under wraps. Right. So that twenty so million you, is Arlong's OG bounty, not what his bounty would have been. You wouldn't think that the Marines he was working with wouldn't then strike up a deal with Luffy to say, "Hey, you can take his place." Yeah. And we'll just keep you. Like, I don't, I don't understand why that has not come up. Because <clears throat> I think also because he's still like relatively new. Mm, you think that's I- it? I think that's a part of it. He's relatively new and he's like a kid kid. So it's like, how much is he going to integrate? Actually, he's already yeah. doing things in such a a, a wild way comparatively. Mm-hmm. Like, look at what he's been able to accomplish in like the space of what? It's been weeks, months. Like, we don't know. But it's been a, it's not been long because, yeah. you know, 
there is not a lot of time in between the chapters. So since we started with them, it's been a continuous journey and everything has been on the up. So I would think that that's a natural part of the issue. I think it's easier to approach somebody that's a little bit more seasoned and just be like, hey, yo, like, is you trying to lay your burdens down? Ain't you tired of running? You know what I mean? Like, like, I know you're tired. Like, don't you just want to just do your crime in peace? Like, you know, I feel like that's a little bit of a better situation than this young hothead that nobody seems to know. Right. To put him in, like, that kind of position. Because, like, who knows what he's going to do with that? See, I, don't even, is- I don't even think it's a thought. I don't even that's, think they would even dare do that. That's even more scary, though, because if the Navy doesn't go out and protect him, right, and say, oh, he's with us, now he's cool, he's just going to just be another dragon showing up on the poster board at that next World Summit meeting talking Period. about some, this man is an issue. We got to take him out. So it's either the Navy recruits him first or he shows up as the next poster boy for the problems. I think... Because the points you're making, damn, it's really something I've never considered. There, there is precedent for offering someone as a, offering a rookie a warlord position. I think one thing that really works against Luffy, though, is he's been openly antagonistic to the Navy. Like he took down a warlord. So I think Sengoku is looking at this like, I can't recruit a guy that is openly antagonistic towards us. But even that... I don't know. Even that's kind of iffy because there's a warlord who is also openly antagonistic. Damn, yeah. I got no answer for that one. Mr. Swordsman? Mr. Swordsman that literally does what he wants, travels where he wants? Yo, okay. Doesn't help anyone? And they recruited him? Hold on. In defense of Mihawk. In defense of Mihawk. You lower your voice when you talk about Mihawk, first of all. (laughs) He is a model citizen. Get a little high pitch for him, you know? Mihawk is a model citizen. He shows up when they call. He pays his taxes. He don't bother nobody except for some pirates. Isn't that what he's supposed to do anyways? I feel like Mihawk is the perfect warlord. Is he? He, I mean, he, he's not running a criminal enterprise underneath the Navy's nose, is he? All right, but technically, had a warlord rolled up on him and said some stuff or woke him up while he was asleep, he would have oh, run yeah. the same hands. I mean, He would have run the same hands and not discriminated. That's his fault, though. Why are you running off on Mihawk? You should know better. <laughs> that that sounds like a, a settled dispute to me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That, that sounds like he solved a problem. We had some insubordination, and he dealt with it. I don't see what the issue is. the same. There were some issues with these people he ran into. He just took care of them and went about his way. Yo, how wild would the story be if he was a warlord? Okay, that, that, th- I'm so glad I have y'all with me. Like, la- last segment, just Asia's breakdown of Skypea showing me things that I had never even considered in my life. And now this question of, yo, Luffy is an infamous enough at this point to have been considered to be a warlord, which speaks to, Aokiji's actions after he helps uh, the old man reunite with his tribe. He's like, yeah, y'all are too big of a problem. I said I wasn't going to capture you. I lied. From we got to deal with one. this problem now. The lazy one said that. Yeah. And he kind of has a point. You guys, took down, you guys took down Crocodile. You're getting bigger and more infamous. You've got three members with bounties over 60 million. This, uh, we got to solve this problem now. 
and we get to see what makes an admiral an admiral. Oh, and it was dangerous. I did not like that. <laughs> I did not like that. Sam, like, I am. I did not at all. The Logians we've met up to this point, Luffy has had a built-in way to beat them, outside of Smoker. Crocodile, water makes them tangible. Inaru, rubber doesn't conduct electricity. Aokiji ate the ice fruit. What do you do with that? Oh boy, oh boy. I, like, what do you do against that? You don't. We see what, what they tried to do. Although, Robin, with the shits, I appreciate it. Her first action was to try to break his back. With the quickness, too. She said, hold on. We're not going to do this with you today. Like, she tried to snap him in half. But, you know. I had to read that part twice. I was like, wait a second. What she just do? <laughs> what just happened? What, what do you think she's doing when she says clutch? She's snapping these niggas in half. Man. But yeah. he just pulls himself back together. And then in one panel, he takes out Luffy, Zoro, and Sanji. And I think that's a great way to show how powerful he is by having him take out the three strongest straw hats. At once. But to be fair, they deserved it. You saw him freeze that ice. You saw him freeze the monster. Why would you touch the Iceman? Make it make sense. You didn't even throw anything at him. You just said, let me just connect my being to his being real quick. But I, also, I don't I don't I don't understand where that logic Also, minor notes. Well, minor note. After all the straw hats make the decision to attack Aokiji, Nami takes a swing at him. Did you notice Nami's weapon didn't get frozen? I did. I and I forgot to mention that when I saw that. I was like, maybe she got a secret weapon. She got a secret. But she on that she on that weather manipulation type some, of some, time something. too. Yeah. Or is he on that I can't do XYZ or I'm not fighting so 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 or some about the weapon and the his abilities not clashing. The climate attack can create hot air. Oh, Nami hits him with the hot air side. Oh. Okay. Wait a second. Hold on. This is a... If, if I haven't made this plain already, this is a Nami Stan account. Like... <laughs> no, my girl, it is. My girl is with the shits. She, she rolls up on an admiral, despite the danger that he shows. Knowing that she can't win. And just says, hey man, pirates are pretty terrible. You understand that, right? Like, okay, but also, I mean, technically, you know, he's not with us right now. He's not on our team. However, we do know somebody with some, you know, light, fiery type powers. Oh, he's on the, that's Luffy's big brother. He, I mean, he's he, not on the team, but he's not, he's not, not on, the, on team. the team. That's what I'm saying. He's not not on the team. You and, know, we might just have to hit him up real quick. Hey, that would be interesting. Oh boy. Aokiji versus Ace. That would be interesting. Please come handle old boy. Um, but Ace wasn't here today, and <sighs> he just utterly decimates the Straw Hats, beats Luffy, and Luffy using the move that he beat Crocodile with, and having Aokiji be like, yeah, that's cute. I will freeze you. Like, why are you trying to touch me? This is a bad idea. 
the other thing Aokiji brings up is, you know, I owe a favor to your grandfather, so I'm not going to capture you. What was and Luffy that gets, about? And Luffy gets tight, like, ooh, Gramps, ee, um, yeah. Loki, Luffy hit him with the, hey, y'all go sit in the car. I'll be done in a minute. <laughs> Get back in the car. <laughs> like, we're fighting. He got a little upset. He got a little upset. Yeah. I don't know if it's a matter of him caring a, a lot about his grandfather or him not want, wanting them to know about his grandfather. Well, I also think Can another you? part of it was he recognized the danger that Aokiji presented to the crew. And he was mm. like, no, y'all got to go. Robin is priority one. Mm, truth. Also, so, before he even showed up, too, when he was l- looking at Luffy's bounty, and he was like, none of your family is, your, your, this whole family is trouble. Right. So, I guess we're going to have to learn more about Luffy's family. Like, this, this arc isn't even 20 chapters, but it does serve to build the larger world. Right? If it's Even if it's small things like showing us the different e- ecology on different islands or larger scale things of showing us how the Navy's broken down. Like we have our Naval captains. We have our, ad- we know we have a fleet admiral at the top. We know we have the seven warlords and now we've got three admirals. The whole military arm of the world government is starting to come into shape. And we're learning that much more. We're learning that each of the warlords, even though they're allied with the world government, they have their own agendas. We know Doflamingo has his own agenda, bringing about his new age. What is that all about? Right, we know Bellamy has an agenda of taking L's. Um, <laughs> all you had to do here. was you realize if he just sat there and ate his food, he'd be just fine right sit now. Sit there and eat your damn food, you didn't have to say anything. He, he just had to, to be the big man against Luffy, he just had to run his mouth. Oh, and Black Ace is still out there tracking down Blackbeard, Blackbeard's out there trying to capture Luffy. We all just out here trying to have a good time, for real. So, like, what's going to happen first? Like, is Blackbeard going to catch up to Luffy first, or is Ace going to catch up to Blackbeard first? I feel like, well... Because they're all on a crash course. They are. That's a very good question. So, and hey, Aokiji said we're headed to Water 7 next, so we'll have to see what's in store for us there. We, We also haven't solved our primary problem of the Mary's falling apart. So, oh yeah, why didn't they steal the ship? They should have stole that ship. That ship was way better than theirs. <laughs> That's yeah, what I was they should have, and, and they really and, missed and, out with on all it. These people too, I'd have been like, y'all better squeeze on that tiniest mm-hmm. ship we got down there. This is ours. Mm-hmm. This is ours now. And no, we earned this ship. No emotional attachment to the Mary Go. Hell no. Look, we can put that. Shit <laughs> nah, on like don't get me wrong. Okay, I get it. Like Mary Go no. was there with them shooting in the gym. Okay, I get it. <laughs> okay, but we're real pirates now. We're in the line. Big boy pirates now. Like we don't need the pirate one on one boat. Like we don't. We really don't. <laughs> like we get a real boat. Listen, if she really want to stay, they can be on the front of the boat. We can put the boat. On the front of the big boat. Period. That could be like their little, you know, adventure boat. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? They don't want to get too close. Boat. That's, that's Period. The, the, the emergency and they need that. Boat. And they need that. They don't have one of those right now. Mm-hmm. They got a little rope boat. <laughs> they need me and wit, period. I'm, I'm just saying. They we would have solved a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. Points are being made. 
points are they not thinking made. as soon as i saw that boat just sitting there i was like look at them stupid <laughs> <laughs> and it was surprising that nami didn't think of it the thief in her was not it was not present they were they were stressed was though they was going through a lot yeah. yeah they was going through a lot and nami did come up with the idea of yo just take their captain if we take the captain we win like why are we, why are we playing the stupid game Take the captain. We don't have to do the third fight. We can all go home. The better way to show them who was boss would have been to sail away in their ship. In their <laughs> ship. <laughs> oh my goodness! No, this is like, this is like, how you? What are you about to do? Like, what are you gonna do? Now look, y'all can stay on Long Long. <laughs> y'all can stay on the Long Long Island, or y'all can do rock paper scissors to see who gets to go on the tiny boat and try to get out. <laughs> Period. What y'all gonna do? Fight us from the tiny boat? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's cute. That's hey, fine. Man. I'll do that. You know what? The next time we you know what? I I I'm speechless. Like that that's a great spot <laughs> to leave off on. Water seven coming up next. Chapters <laughs> three hundred twenty two to three hundred seventy four. We'll see y'all in two weeks. You can find my illustrious crewmates, their content in the description. Please subscribe. Please follow. And we'll see you later. Until next time, take care, everybody. Bye. Bye.